It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. I hate my job. Those people at that job are absolutely worth less. I can do my boss's job better with my eyes closed and both hands tied behind my back. Why? I taught him everything he knows. Which brings me to another point. I keep getting passed over for promotions and it's not fair. There are people who are what? Let me see. Half my age who are showing up at the doorstep of my job and they are getting the job that I should have. I cannot begin to tell you how many of them I have trained. I am not motivated. I hate every minute I spend in that place. Everything about that job is absolutely lousy. Did I say lousy? I mean, I have to tell you, the pay sucks. The environment is horrible. Nobody is motivated. The people are awful. Even the commute is absolutely terrible. In fact, every morning, I am just getting depressed just thinking about it. Because every morning I wake up and I remember that I have to go to work and I just feel like this. (laughs) Woe is me. My horrible job, my horrible job, my horrible, horrible job. Hi and welcome to the Speedway Show. Does that sound like you? Does any part of that resonate with an experience that you are having right now? If so, you have come to the right place because I'm going to give you some ideas today that might, might just help. So you hate your job. The first thing I'm going to tell you about that is, and by the way, Um, you might be thinking, I'm going to say, well, there, there, it's okay. Something better will come along. Hang in there. I'm not going to say any of those things. The first thing I'm going to tell you about your job and how much you hate it is quit complaining about it. Yep, that's what I said. Stop complaining about the job that you hate. There are only two things that you should be doing about this job. Either you should be looking for a new job. If you're not going to do that, then stop complaining about the job you hate. The only people who want to hear you complaining about your job are other disgruntled employees. Everyone else is probably wishing you would either, especially if you're complaining at work, everybody else is probably hoping you would either quit or get fired. 
Nobody wants to hear a complainer who's constantly whining and moping and grinding and, gr- and gr- grouching about the job that they hate, especially when they're getting up and going to that job every single day. My suggestion, if you are looking for ways to start perhaps loving your job, is give some thought to what you would do without that job. It's not always true, but it's often true that you attract what you reflect. So if you're reflecting negativity, you can't stand your job, you hate your coworkers, etc., there is a pretty good chance that they feel exactly the same way about you. There's also a pretty good chance that if you're really down on your job, you're probably not doing it that well in the eyes of those around you, especially your boss. How good a job do you think you're doing if you're not motivated and you're crying every morning before you come into work because you really don't want to be there? Do you suppose you are doing the things that you're asked to do with a happy face? Do you think that you are the take charge kind of person who is happy to participate in all things work-related? Are you the person who is buzzing around being supremely efficient? Or are you the sarpus who is dragging around and dragging everybody else down? Think of the millions of unemployed people out there. Do you suppose any one of them might be delighted to have the job that you hate so much? Now, if you're puffing at your chest in indignation right now and thinking, what? Would someone else like to take my job? Not a chance. It's mine. Consider this. Your job is not an entitlement. Let me say that again. Your job is not an entitlement. I wanted you to reflect on that for just a minute. The graveyard is full of indispensable men. I heard this saying years ago, and I've always loved it, because, you know, sometimes we think we are so essential to the job that we have, and we get to thinking that, you know, my employer is so lucky to have me because I am all that. But the truth is, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, your employer would still be there. They would go hire somebody else. And they would keep going. And for the most part, they're not really missing too many beats because you're gone. Okay? So those are things to remember about this job that you hate so much. It's not an entitlement. Think of what the person who comes behind you will love about your job once you, yes, you, are gone. So if you haven't been doing your job terribly well, and your employer finally decides this, door closes with you on the wrong side of it, Uh, what is the person who applies for your job going to love about it? Well, most people will love the pay that they receive, depending on where they're coming from. So if I'm coming from no job or a job that's at a lower level than yours, I'm going to be pretty darn excited about the pay. I may be pretty darn excited about the benefits. If I'm coming from comparable benefits, no benefits, I'm going to be pretty happy about the benefits of your job. 
if you work for a shift, there are a whole lot of people who will be thrilled and tickled to have a job that goes from 8 to 5 p.m. or whatever first shift is at your job, 7 to 3, whatever it is. If the job is close to your home, somebody else in your neighborhood might be thrilled and tickled to have that job. If you have uh, an easy commute because you don't live in, you know, some big city, Minneapolis, Chicago, uh, New York, California, you have an easy commute, or maybe you work, you know, five minutes away from the office. You can bike to work. You can walk to work. You can jump on a train and there are no connections, so you get to, you know, and entertain yourself and just have that time that you're sitting on the train. If you have an easy commute, somebody else will probably absolutely love that. Um, somebody else might actually love your boss or your team. You might hate them, but not everybody's going to hate them. So these are things that somebody else might love about your job. And, you know, like I said, you attract what you reflect. So if you're finding that those people at that office down there uh, don't seem to be terribly pleasant, it could be because they are reflecting your unpleasantness right back. I found a long time ago that most people that I did not like did not like me either. And sometimes it's a shock when you first find that out because, you know, we all think we're such good people, right? But actually, the truth is, the people who really grate on your nerves, you probably have exactly that same effect on them. So if you hate your boss, chances are your boss probably doesn't like you because your boss can certainly tell that you don't like them, and perhaps you might even be openly hostile or insubordinate, and uh, in which case you might be creating for yourself some career-limiting activities, and one day you're, you're, you're definitely going to hear this. Maybe somebody else might like the fact that your role is one that makes a meaningful difference to others. What could that be? I'm a lawyer. Uh, I used to do criminal law. I used to do divorce law, bankruptcy law, and I used to do uh, juvenile law. I used to help uh, assess children and whether or not they should go back to their parents as a guardian ad litem if the parents were having difficulties parenting. Maybe you are in a job like that where you get to make a difference to other people. Uh, Let's suppose that you are a janitor and you are responsible for creating a clean environment for everybody who comes into that office every single day. You are responsible for making a meaningful difference. And if you don't think it's a meaningful difference, you just think about what might happen the day you don't come and empty the trash can and you don't take out the, the, the garbage and you don't you know, do the things that you're supposed to do all day. Somebody's going to be complaining. Maybe you are a waitress, and I was a waitress once, and I thought, wow, what a great job that was, because I did get to make a meaningful difference to other people. I got to create a dining experience based on how well I served all of my patrons. And not everybody wanted the same thing, right? So some people wanted to come and have a lot of interaction. Some people wanted to come in and have zero interaction. But either way, I was able to make a huge difference to the people who came in and dined at my restaurant. If 
you have a horrible experience at a restaurant, there are only two things that are usually to blame, the food itself or the nature of the wait staff that waited on you. So if you are a waitress and you're thinking, you know, how could I possibly make a difference, think for a moment about what happens when you are not on the job. Something else somebody might like about your job, they might appreciate the annual bonus. You might be on a great bonus program, personal bonus, uh, corporate performance bonus. You might have other um, um, things that are associated that are benefits and perks of your position. You might have received a signing bonus. You might receive some sort of uh, annual performance-based um, a contribution to your retirement plan, you might have a match on your retirement plan. All of these things might be things that somebody else might really like about their job. Every job, no matter what it is, every job has its perks. If you work at a fast food store, you might get food for free or you might get a discount on the food that you sell. If you work at a clothing store, you might get employee discounts. You might have you know, if you're in a service industry like me, you might get insights on things that most people don't know. Uh, you might have the ability to help other people with your profession. Every job has its don't get it twisted. All these are things to remember. Now, the other thing, if you hate your job, to remember is people don't change that much. Your boss and your coworkers and the people you work with every day will not change to suit you. So stop expecting them to and wishing they would. You have to figure out how to make sunshine out of the rainy day that you have in front of you. A few other key things to remember about the boss you hate. In most cases, if you declare war on your boss, you will most, almost always lose. Even if she is a jerk and everyone claims to know it, you will almost always lose. Your boss's peers are not your ally. Many of them see you as your boss does. And just as much as your boss probably doesn't want a problem employee, none of the other managers in your company want problematic employees either. So if you're complaining about your boss, you're saying horrible things about your boss to your boss's peers or maybe even people above that, Part of what they're hearing is this employee is a troublemaker. This employee is not doing what he or she is being asked to do. Heck no, I'm not sticking my neck out for this employee. And I sure as heck am not hiring them into my organization because guess what? This disgruntled employee is probably going to show up at my, des at, at my doorstep and be just as disgruntled and misbehave just as much as they are misbehaving with their current employer. So those are things to remember. The other thing is prospective employers also don't want a whiner and a complainer. So if you are going to do some job hunting, and we're going to be talking about job hunting and interviewing over the next coming months. If you are going to be doing job hunting and interviewing, remember, no prospective employer wants a whiner. So don't go into an interview and when the employer says, so what happened at your last job? Don't start going on about how, woo, Chad, my boss was horrible. Oh, my goodness, you would never believe. Why? 
she made me do blah, 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 and off you go because your prospective employer will be thinking just as he is complaining about his last employer, he will certainly be complaining about me. Not because I'm a horrible employer, but because I can see that this employee is negative. And so then it becomes about you, and it has nothing to do with the last employer that you had. So that is a reason not to complain. Even if you're correct, it is a reason never to complain about your boss to anybody else because we're in trouble. You might be uh, griping and moaning to your peers, and you might find to your surprise that one of your peers might really love your boss or might really prefer to have somebody else in the job that you're in because you keep complaining and nobody wants to work with you, and next thing you know, your boss finds out all the horrible things that you've been saying about them, and all of a sudden that relationship is not going so well. And the next time you need your boss to come to bat for you, your boss is just going to look at you like, oh, well, I guess it's time for you to go. Every argument, just remember, every argument you have with your boss is what I call a CLA, career-limiting activity. So don't have those if you can possibly, possibly help it. If you give your boss enough rope, she will hang you with it because chances are your boss, as I said, probably doesn't like you that much either. Now, also remember that unless you're ready to retire and be financially independent, a grumpy boss, no matter how awful, is still going to be better than no boss ever. (laughs) Sometimes your horrible job positions Uh, actually are there for a reason. That awful job that you hate might be positioning you for the next job that you love. And maybe you're getting experience that is going to help you in some other job further down the road. And the other thing I'll tell you is that negativity does not happen in a vacuum. If you are picking fights with your boss, chances are you are also fighting with other people in your company. You might be fighting with your coworkers. And you might also, therefore, be widely perceived as someone who is just incredibly difficult to work with, unpleasant, someone who should be avoided, and sooner or later that kind of reputation will, will catch up with you. If You hate your job. Never allow other people to dictate your career path. Here's what I mean. Let's suppose that you are a, uh, let's go back to our waitress example. You're a waitress, and it is your dream to be a waitress in a five-star restaurant. And maybe you took your current job because it's going to give you the basic skills that you need. You just to get the next job and the next job and the next job that will get you into the five-star restaurant. Now you are into the job that you have and you hate it for whatever reason. Do not leave because of any reason other than that you have obtained all of the experience you wanted to get that positions you for that five-star restaurant job. Don't let other people and circumstances dictate your career path. Never leave a job because of a personality issue because there will always be people at 
future jobs who are going to be difficult, and so do not run away. If you hate your job, something else you should be thinking about is a self-assessment of your skills and the qualities that you have and where they might fit well. Visit Speedway.com for links to some self-assessment tests. Some will identify your strengths. Some will tell you what careers you're best suited for. Maybe you're in the wrong career, and maybe that's why you need to switch. But these are some of the things that you can do to move yourself in the direction that is going to make you happier. If your self-assessment results in you believing that you are, um, that you totally rock in all aspects of the job that you hate, then you might want to do a 360 evaluation. Have people at all different levels of your job, above you, uh, your peers, people who are your subordinates, maybe they report directly to you, or maybe they are just people you interact with. But Encourage your boss to give you a 360 assessment where your boss is going to go out and solicit feedback about you from all those other people. And they will, typically anonymously, because that's the only way you're going to get truthful results, but they will typically provide feedback that is good and bad about your performance that will tell you what you need to address. Why would you do that in a job you hate? Because. This is how you're going to get out of that job to the next job that you really love. You've got to have the skills and the capabilities that will make you a desirable candidate for that other job. And a 360 will open your eyes to blind spots that you may have. Maybe you hate your job because you're not that good at it. And maybe you come in every day because fighting because you don't know how to do your job better. And so you're always getting into trouble and you're always getting disciplined and maybe those are the things that are standing in your way. If those are the kinds of issues you are having, then you need to either through your job or by yourself go out and get the training that you need so that you can be better at this job you hate. So having done all of that, in the meantime, there are a lot of choices that you can make. Decide to love this job and the people that you work with for now. Why? Because it's going to make it a lot easier for you to get up and go to work every day. Think about all those things that we went through that somebody else might like about this job that you hate. And once you think about those things, then perhaps it will help you love the job. Uh, Let's suppose, for example, other things that might cause you to love your job rather than hate it. Well, let's see. You get a salary for working. Um, Maybe if you are hourly, you get to work on holidays and you get triple pay. Maybe you get to work a lot of overtime, and so your base salary is something that you have control over and you can make a lot more money in a given year because you have that kind of flexibility. Your job keeps a roof over your head. If you have two or more incomes in your home, then it helps you a roof over your head. Maybe your job is how you are educating your kids. Your job allows you to drive the car you have. Your job allows you to have all the material things that you get to go out and buy. If you don't feel like you have much, think about how much less you would have without the job that you hate so much. 
Your job gives you something to do when all of your friends are at work. If you ever spent any time at home, uh, you might have noticed how few people you can call during the day if most of your friends work, candle only. If your job has benefits, something else to be grateful for. And, you know, all of these are just a few things that are kind of universal for most jobs that I bet you can find that are true about your job that are the reason why you keep getting up and going to that job every day. So choose to be grateful for the job that you have. The other way that you're going to get to your next job is perform the job you have better than anybody else. Why? Because if you do that job better than anybody else, one of two things is going to happen. You are going to get promoted to a different job or somebody else outside your company is going to pay you to come and do a better job that you might love. It might be a lateral transfer or it might be a promotion, but if you do, if you do your job really, really well, somebody else is bound to notice because you will also be able to tout that experience that you are gaining in that job that you hate, and somebody else is going to come along and give you another job. So these are all ways that you can get out of this job that you dislike. Something else to do while you're sitting at that job you hate. Broaden your skills beyond the job you have now especially if no one's paying a whole lot of attention to you in the job that you're in. This may be the perfect opportunity to get out and acquire new skills, whether inside the company or other departments, associations, other organizations that you can leverage because of that current position that you are in. So all that to say, if you hate your job, back to what I said at the beginning, quit complaining. Either look for another job, or if you're not going to do that, then suck it up and start finding things to love about the job you have because you are not entitled to the job you have and you are not forced to stay in the job you have. If you walked in and quit tomorrow, your, your boss might actually be quite pleased. And that's especially if you hate your job and you've got a bad attitude. Your boss is probably going to be thinking, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Now I get to hire somebody else who's competent, who's better at this job, who actually wants to be here, and boy, am I excited because I'm certainly not going to make the hiring mistakes I made when I hired this sorry sucker of a person who's been here griping and hating it ever since she or he walked in. So all those things are things to bear in mind if you hate your job. The good news is you should also join me for our next career episodes on job hunting. We're going to be talking about job hunting 101. We're going to be talking about uh, interviewing. We're going to be talking about the three critical interview questions every prospective employer asks. And we're going to give you some tips on how you can go about getting another job if you hate the one you have, especially on the job hunting front. So until then, this is Spiwe saying, uh, go in peace. Forgive me if you feel like I've dumped on you a little bit. But hopefully this will give you a fresh perspective. I was not doing this show to make you feel comfortable. That is for your loved ones to do and other people who can cuddle you and make you feel better. I was just trying to give you some ideas that will get you out of the rut you're in, 
hopefully to a new perspective and some new actions. So until next week, this is Fiwe saying go in peace and love this job until the next one comes along. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle The Speedway Show. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.